And a wreck working at County Lake Road and Fuzzy Hill Road. That one may be just about wrapped up. It was reported as an injury type. Everything else looking really good this morning. Traffic's been building in steadily. Expert heart care backed by advanced technology. When you need cardiac care, you need the heart doctor. Dr. Randall Burns and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist, Bob Wallace Avenue. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Scout Guide Huntsville presents the Live Local Huntsville campaign to help workers in hospitality and retail industry challenged by the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Visit Scout Guide Huntsville on Facebook to buy cool t-shirts with 100% of the proceeds going to the fund to help these workers. There are pictures of the t-shirts to choose from and they're only $25. There's a link to the Women's Economic Development Council where you can apply for funds. You can even make an extra donation while you're there. Go to Facebook, Scout Guide Huntsville, and make a difference today. With half a brain tied, well, not quite, more along the lines of just half a brain. And for a bonus, at least he made it into work this morning. Once again, here's the Valley's longest reigning talk host. Hey, we never said he was any good. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. So we got uh, partly sunny and maybe a chance of a shower storm after lunch. I'll take it. Uh, really? I mean, and we're back to the, the big heat as we get into the weekend of next week. Right now it's 66. Uh, Jared McLean is a staff attorney with uh, New Civil Liberties Alliance. Hey, I don't want to throw a grenade here, but uh, based on some of the things we've chat, uh, I've looked at what you guys do, is this kind of the replacement for the, um, the, 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 um, the, the old, the old, guy, the old guard? The, uh, the ACLU? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's funny you mentioned because I, I I feel in a lot of ways that it, that it is because we we really do try to whenever we see the government no matter who's in charge at NCLA we we want to stop them if they're violating people's civil liberties regardless of politics regardless we we don't really take policy stances but if the government's exceeding its authority we try to step in and put them back in line you know if uh, now there's this case in Maryland and I, and I'm sure there are others uh, but this guy's suing uh, because the CARES Act was supposed to help small business. In any small mm-hmm. business, we did the same thing. You go through this application, and I'm going, ooh, I'm glad that's not me. Ooh, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so you have all these conditions. And, you know, this is in an environment where it, aren't we supposed to be giving people second chances? But apparently in this, if you own a small business and you have a record, uh, no. Right? Right. Yeah, my, our client, uh, Mr. Wilkes, he owns a convenience store called Carmen's Corner Store, tiny, tiny little convenience store in Hagerstown, Maryland, and he, he refers to it as a do not pass go question. When you look at the application, there's only eight questions, and two of them pertain to criminal history, and it says, if you answer yes, you are ineligible for this loan. The problem is that when Congress passed the CARES Act, they told SBA there are two criteria to get one of these loans. You have to have been in business by before February 15th, so people can't try to just create a business to get a free loan, and you have to have employees on the payroll. He meets both those criteria, and there was no room for SBA to create 
the, to create a list of people that they didn't think were worthy of the loans. You know, that's typical, right? Because this is where Congress has really dropped the ball, and this is my, my, my one of my pet peeves. The, the Supreme Court is punting on things that are obviously its responsibility, disputes between states. Um, the mm-hmm. executive branch is, you know, always exceeding its authority no matter who's president. And Congress has abdicated its responsibility for making laws to agencies to kind of make their own, right? Right. And, and I think that the, the congressional and the judicial abdications go hand in hand because it's, there, there's so many people in Congress. There's like a collective action problem trying to get them all to act. And because in this case, Congress, there's been over a hundred Congress people now have sent four different letters to the SBA saying we told, we didn't tell you you were allowed to do this you're not supposed to do this and SBA just goes ahead and does it anyway so wow. unless the court will so unless the court will step in and and fulfill its constitutional duty nobody's going to keep the executive branch in check. So, so this is one of those. I mean, we're talking the executive branch as a whole. I mean, I, I, I'm guessing even the president could say stop doing that, and the and the agency could just thumb its nose or find some way to ignore it, right? Right, right. We we have we have other suits that that address that exact problem, where the the people in charge of the executive agencies aren't really actually answerable to the president and do what they want anyway. So we, we have suits to try to bring that back into line, too. But you're absolutely right that there's there's so many agencies and there's so many people making decisions that the, the president, while he's nominally in charge, is it, is it controlling the day-to-day operations of the Small Business Administration? Which is why we sent him to the, we sent the bull to the China shop. That's always my impression. <laughs> I want him breaking as many things as possible. People raise their eyebrows when I say that, but that's what we sent him for. <laughs> All right, so so how is this guy hanging in? I mean, obviously he's got some allies who have said, "Hey, we'll back you up here." Um, how and and you guys, I guess, how how do you guys are you guys doing this? Uh, is this a pro bono thing for you guys? Yeah, yeah, this is pro bono. NCLA, we we do it's all pro bono litigation. We're a nonprofit, and we actually found him. He, he's 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 a very impressive guy. As a lawyer, you don't always get to pick your clients, which is one thing we're kind of lucky about at NCLA. We get to be a little more selective. But he advocates for himself. He's in touch. He's in touch with his congressman. He's in touch with his senator. He's in touch with his state senator. There's all sorts of articles in the paper about him since he got in jail, like how good Carmen's Corner Store is, how they're giving out free meals, how good they are for the community. And he he just, I think he realizes that if he doesn't advocate for himself, that nobody else is going to do it for him. And we were able to get in touch with him and file this lawsuit. And he's like, you know, I, 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 would love to get this money, but I also just want to correct things for other people in small businesses who are in these positions, and that's what we're trying to do. I want to get, uh, it goes beyond Carmen's Corner store, obviously, if, if other members of Congress are having a problem with this as well. Jared, can you hang on? I want to kind of dig a little deeper here, because this is, this is yeah. part of a bigger problem, and again, it points out where these agencies, whichever they are, run amok. <laughs> and, and apparently Congress can't reel him in either. Uh, more with Jared McLean, who is um, Jared McLean. I should do that better. Uh, staff attorney with the New Civil Liberties Alliance coming up.
inspiration without all that screaming, because it's all about the gin and juice. How Fred Holland starts his mornings. WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Charlie Pellet. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament will be held in late August as part of the state's reopening from shutdowns caused by the coronavirus pandemic. The U.S. Tennis Association has decided to go forward with its marquee event in New York City without spectators. Like many sports leagues, the professional tennis tours have been suspended since March because of the COVID-19 outbreak. The U.S. Open is scheduled to run from August 31st to September 13th. The silence that greeted the return of the PGA Tour at Colonial will be a familiar sound for the first major of the year. The PGA of America has submitted plans to hold the PGA Championship at San Francisco's Harding Park without spectators, and the Chronicle reports public health officials have approved it. The event is scheduled for August 6th through the 9th. And that's the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report. I'm Charlie Pellet. We're all in uncharted territory, looking for ways to support our communities. At Dell Technologies, we're making sure small businesses have the right tech solutions. Dell Technologies advisors are here for you. From helping small businesses stay connected and productive while working remotely with Windows 10 and Microsoft Teams, to rapidly deploying remote work solutions that limit upfront costs with Dell Financial Services. We're standing by you every step of the way. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. 800-626-4910. For the latest on all the new gadgets, you need Leo the Tech Guy. Saturday nights at 6 on WTKI Talk. You know this would make a great game show? Guess the, uh... Guess the fight song. Yeah! Well, it looks like... I never guess them. Uh, you guess them, but you just don't get them. I know. Uh, I never get them. Looks like Jared might have spent some time in the halls of George Mason University. Oh, so. we've played that one before. Yes, we have. We've yeah. had some George Mason guests before. All right. Once a patriot, always a patriot. I, um, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> All right, Jared McLean is a uh, staff attorney at the New Civil Liberties Alliance, and, uh... Look, I, I don't want to, uh, neither one of us, I think, want to totally crap all over the SBA. I think 
um, what the Treasury Secretary did, what the administration tried to do, what was executed, um, I think shocked a lot of people that they could roll it out as quickly as they did. I mean, it was it was it was nearly doing the impossible, and and government's too bulky to be able to even pull it off, and they pulled it off. It, it just there were a lot of things they got to fix with it, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's one thing I thought about. In in one way, you you want to sympathize with the with Secretary Mnuchin and the administrator of the SBA because they did have a difficult task to get this off the ground very quickly. But the problem is the, the, this complication they created for themselves. Congress tried to make it even simpler, and they added all this red tape and all these hoops to jump through that weren't part of the law. And now they're facing lawsuits all over the country for different types. They excluded lobbyists. They excluded faith-based organizations. And then they had to pull that back. And if they would have just put together the simple program that Congress enacted, then I think this would have went a lot more smoothly. You know, and and, and look, you and I both know that there are people who took this money that were not entitled to it. They committed fraud. We, we, We know that happens somewhere, right? They're, in all this right. effort to stop there from being fraud, they penalize people who really legitimately needed the money. And I, and I guess in anything that happens, you know, certain people fall mm-hmm. through the cracks because it just didn't work out. But, you know, I, I, we got a common sense has got to come into play here somewhere, right? Right. And if you look what they did last Friday at close of business, they announced another change to the rules the fourth time they changed it and and said, okay, if you've created a if the crime that you've committed was embezzlement or fraud or lying on a loan application or something, we're still going to exclude you for the five year look back period. But for everyone else, we're still going to exclude you anyway if you've committed a crime within the last year or if you're on probation or if you're under indictment. And that's another problem because some of these people, they're under indictment for misdemeanors. Like they they got a felony or they got a traffic ticket or they got a DUI and the court's closed because of COVID, so they never even got to have their day in court and now their business can't pay their employees because they're under indictment and excluded by SBA's arbitrary rules. Lord. Well, and here's the other problem. We have an agency that's very large uh, and again, I'll, I'll, I will I'll always say it, government by its own definition is somewhat inefficient, sometimes very inefficient. You, you may, we, they may not even be able to find the person who <laughs> to undo this. Or can the secretary, or is this as simple as the secretary or the administrator saying, hey, let, let's quit? Because they have been making it up as they go along, and that's part of the problem, right? Yeah, right, right. That's absolutely right. And they could change it. They changed it again as recently as this past Friday. This particular question about criminal history, the original application said seven years. Then they changed it to five years. Mm. Then Secretary Mnuchin testified before Congress and said, okay, we'll change it to three years. And then two days later, they changed it to one year. So they know how, they know how to change it if they want to. They've just been rejecting the calls from Congress to remove the question entirely because so, they want to have, they want to keep their control. So this has been really uh, – apparently this goes beyond uh, be, beyond Carmen's Corner store, right? Because if Congress is getting involved, this apparently has been happening to a lot of people. How, how many? Do we have an idea how many people got excluded? 
We don't, and that's that's part of the problem. I know there's been, there's been a separate problem of the statistics that the SBA has been keeping on applications, but beyond the statistics they're even keeping or not keeping, the issue is the the question says you are ineligible if you check yes for this box. So when Mr. Wilkes walks into his bank, his bank looks at the form and says you checked yes. You're not eligible for this. And so when Mr. Wilkes walks out of his bank, there, his, his bank's not going to put that into a system. And that, and Mr. Wilkes w- it w- is one of the few people who actually walked into his bank with a form that said he was ineligible. Most people see that question and don't bother. Yeah, he was the, truthful. The statistics, right. The statistics would never capture the people who know that they are ineligible and don't bother to go through the steps anyway. You know, you know that's the that's the scary thing here, right? We have we have we have some people who will. I I I'm, I like a lot of people, and I you probably have talked with a number of small business people as well. I didn't want the federal government giving me money, uh, mm-hmm. but when the government says you have to stop and your business stops and all your clients stop doing business, you're kind of left with no choice. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the problem. It gives a lot of people the heebie-jeebies doing this in the, in the first place. And, and, and then you have all these things that you, you read, you read this, um, note and you're going, well, good lord, if I misuse this money, I could go to jail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the rules are changing yeah. constantly. <laughs> it's an, it, it yeah. makes people nervous. And this is the people who want to do the right thing. And apparently this guy was truthful on his application. He didn't lie. Right? Right, right. And then after they denied him, he reached out to his congressman and got a letter from his congressman saying that he's supposed to be eligible and gave it to his bank. And they said, thank you. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. Well, look, the banks were kind of trying to figure this out, too. Oh. And I, and yeah, part of it yeah, was the speed. The you know, I, the, the rules were changing so fast and furious. And, and, you know, even the forgiveness on the PPP, there's still confusion. Um, I, I think in, in many cases, uh, you know, except for this poor guy, and, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm guessing hundreds of other people, maybe thousands, who aren't eligible. Oh, I mean, sure. a, lot of, a lot of people were helped by it, um, but we, we created a mess for ourselves in, in doing this. Yeah. And, yeah, we saved some businesses. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, some of the some of the statistics say that one in three adults have a criminal record. So wow, there's probably so, probably more than a few hundred that were excluded by this. You know, how many people? What? Who's the guy that wrote the book about? You know, we're all felons. <laughs> you know, yeah. we've all committed yeah, there's something. There's millions of laws out there now. <laughs> yeah, un- unknowingly. But you know, I I know right. in our industry, and I'm you know I'm not gonna. You know, I'm 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 a little guy, and I'm not going to make make trouble. But I I know for a fact uh, that when I'm when I'm honest with my federal agency that regulates the the one of many who regulate me, uh, it takes me longer to get results. And I know very well guys down the street have lied through their teeth, and and mm. not only them, the majority of them lie to this federal agency and everything just goes swimmingly for them. And unfortunately, a lot of these agencies are underfunded and the enforcement isn't there. And unless they just happen to catch them, uh, you can lie away. <laughs> you know, that's one of the other problems. Yeah, it's, it's troubling. Yeah, and... The other thing is when the agency does act poorly, we run into the case. We have we have a case in New Jersey right now, completely unrelated to this, but where they stopped 
they they told landlords that they have to allow their tenants to use their security deposits toward their rent, and there's nothing the landlords can do about it. And we've wow. had landlords reach out to us and say we're scared to sue the governor. Like people people don't want to step up and be the person to bring a lawsuit against the government because the government is a big and scary thing. Well, and you're also dealing with, uh, you know, it's funny, you can sue, in some ways it's easier to sue the federal government than it is the state, than it is the state government, because they have sovereign immunity, right? The federal mm-hmm. government does too, yeah. but it's easier to crack that one, right? Yeah, we, and each, each state is different, and there's, there's all sorts of nuances and problems involved there, but, but you're, you're right that it can be. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pray for this guy, and uh, hey, at least he's got a lot of friends, and you guys too. Hey, Jared, uh, where do people find out more about the new Civil Liberties Alliance? Our our website, you can find us online. Our website is nclalegal.org. All right. Hey, we appreciate it. Keep up the good fight, my friend. Yeah, thanks so much. This guy's a, sounds like tough. a good guy, you know. All right. <laughs> hey, appreciate it, Jared. Yeah, talk to you. about his honesty and integrity. Temper, temper. If I wanted nagging, I'd go back with my wife. WTKI Talk. That wreck at County Lake in Fuzzy Hill has been our only working accident. Changes at exit three now. They're going to open that exit ramp this morning. They're going to close the one at Mooresville Road, though. That'll be a one-month closing while they work on the widening of the interstate. Snelling has immediate need for an experienced accounts receivable specialist. It's a two-month project. Huntsville.snelling.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. For decades, Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles. And I've mentioned this many times. Bob shoots you straight. What kept me coming back all those years was the things Bob said we didn't need yet. And we did need a major repair. Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops? One-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center. The Blue Building, 10th Avenue and Tryana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. 
it's validating knowing that you know I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future and I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride and they're just out there doing something every day and then serving their country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. The warm weather is here for a while. I'm Danny Lippert with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping cool without multiplying your utility bill right after this. Every home has things it needs. Things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app. Order it online with the push of a button and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself, and low prices that make it all possible. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Here are a few tips to keep down your utility bills while you lower the temperature in your home this summer. First, use those ceiling fans. A fan stirs up the air around you to create a cooling effect, just like the wind chill we hear about during the wintertime. That allows you to use the air conditioner less or raise the thermostat a few degrees when you do. Also, consider replacing your old fan with an Energy Star model, which uses about 50% less electricity. Another great way to keep temperatures and utility bills low is by blocking or reducing the amount of direct sunlight that enters your home, particularly on the south and west exposures. You can do that from the inside by adding a tinting film to the windows or by closing the blinds or drapes during the daytime. On the outside, you can shade the windows with trees, awnings, or solar screens. I'm Danny Lippert with tips for today's homeowner. Those warm season grasses are about to really start popping. Do you have the equipment that's up to the task? Well, you need to see Buddy's small engine. Besides 50 Fuel, which I run in everything, they've got the great brands, Echo, Xmark, Shindawa, and all the attachments that go with my Echo have made working around my castle a lot easier. So don't forget the 50 Fuel and all the equipment that can get it done. Echo, Xmark, Shindawa. Buddy Small Engine, 2811 University Drive, just west of the parkway. Hi, I'm Marion Platt. Welcome to Heartbeat. Every now and then, aided by unrelenting winds, wildfires whip across dry landscapes. What usually begins as a brush fire grows until it becomes an inferno. Anyone who's been near a wildfire understands their tremendous power. Nothing in their path can withstand their fury. But in their wake, wildfires also bring new growth and regeneration. In the Bible, God is described as a consuming fire. Have you let God purify and refine you and bring new growth? Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army.
All right. Ralph, X Strategies. Uh, I think it has a theme song. It may already have one. We may have just tried to push one on you, Alex, and we'll see how it goes. Um, uh, <laughs> Alex Bruceowitz is a co-founder and uh, chief executive officer of X Strategies. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what what was the previous administration doing for eight years, right? Um, I You know, I've never met the president. I, I have not. I, I have I did not know Donald Trump as a private uh, citizen or anything, but I hear that he is one of the most empathetic people in these families. You know, whether you agree with, you know, how their relatives end up uh, in the circumstances they ended up, these families are victims. And, and the president was very comforting yesterday with them and with this, this executive order. And, you know, it may, it begs, you, 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 you do beg the question, right? What was the previous administration doing for the last eight years? And and the other one is, do we hold the policymakers who tell the police to crack down, do we hold them accountable? Did they ever face responsibility? Do they, Alex? Uh, thank you for having me on. And, and unfortunately, for your first point, the, the previous administration was nothing but photo ops for the past. Remember... Almost it was almost every other month you'd see a city up in flames or cop cars being turned over because of a black man being killed by the police under the Obama administration. And what was Obama's response? He made maybe some thoughts and prayers for the families, but no no actual legislation that meant anything. Just photo op legislation is what I call it. And so they had countless tragedies to respond to and pass something like the president just announced yesterday, but they didn't do anything. They sat on their hands, and it's almost as if they just wanted to keep them happening uh, and blame the Republicans for them, blame, you know, say all cops are evil, uh, but they just really didn't do anything. And I remember in 2016, Eric Garner's daughter yelled at the president, uh, President Obama, and you know, said, "Why aren't you saying my 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 dad's name? Why aren't you saying his name? Why aren't you doing something for his, you know, in his name?" And you know, they just didn't do anything. And so the president's response yesterday was something that I think was very well appreciated by families like Eric Garner's family and all of the families that lost loved ones and met with the president yesterday. And he is a very sympathetic guy. We saw his heart uh, in one case in particular with Alice Marie Johnson, who was in prison uh, where, you know, you guys are located in Alabama. And he heard her story and he was like, this is wrong. This is unjust. We are going to make this right. And Alice was the first person, but that led to sweeping criminal justice reform, another thing that the Obama administration didn't even try to do. You know, it's interesting because because Alice Marie Johnson in in particular has become a a Trump ally to the the displeasure of the very people who wanted her out. (laughs) Yeah. We're in an odd time, aren't we? We, no, we, we, we are. We are in a very strange time. And, and I got to say one thing is that President Trump is the worst racist ever. You know, the, the, the media is always has been saying that Trump is a racist since he came down the, the you know, escalator uh, five years ago. I think it was yesterday. And, you know, from day one, since he announced his presidency, the candidacy, they said Trump is a racist. Trump is a racist. Well, look at his policies. Yeah. HBCU record HBCU funding, record low unemployment for Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, African Americans, sweeping criminal justice reform and police reform now. So that's the worst, re- you know, that's the worst racist I've ever heard. You know what? You want to talk about racism? 
You look at Joe Biden's record, yeah. right? You look at rubbing shoulders with segregationists, rubbing shoulders with you know people who are anti-busing, um, you know, authoring legislation that led to mass incarceration of African Americans. Alice Johnson was a victim of the 1994 crime bill with mandatory minimum sentences, and so. You know, President Trump recognized that, you know, past legislation by guys like Joe Biden that were signed by Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein, he recognized his legislation in the 90s was terrible, had, uh, had, and he's right in the wrongs of, of the broken justice system. And I think that the people are waking up and recognizing that, and, and they're going to come out in droves to vote for him in, you, in November 3rd. You know, it's interesting because I, I, you, you, you pray that our country is a lot smarter than, you know, because you know, people do pay attention, right? I think that was the Daily Wire this morning had the, had the picture of apparently the, uh, the colors that the, that the, um, the members of the, uh, the Democrat leadership picked were from the tribe that were, that were slave traders. <laughs> It was like, come on, uh, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Talk about it's pandering. Just, we, we, it's humorous on one side, and then it's kind of it's sad on the other. But, you know, the other part of this, and I, we've done kind of a knee-jerk here. You know, the Republicans in the Senate are going they're going forward with this renaming of military installations, and I think that it's going to be very hard to get that out of the out of that appropriation. Um, but, on you know, and government always does that, right? We, we got there yeah. with this crime bill. We overreacted, right? Uh, yes. Mandatory sentencing was a bad idea. And, and, and probably in the correction as we try to deal with police, um, uh, you know, brutality and all of that, we're going to overreact yet again, and there'll have to be some adjustments. But I don't know who would want to be a police officer today. You know, they just, it's, it's, yeah. it's tough, right? It, it is tough, and it's it's a it's a dangerous job, and the media and the Democrats are making it even more dangerous. I, I don't know if they want to live in you know lawless societies like what's happening in Seattle right now. If that's what they want, that's that's very dangerous and very scary. And we're not in doing anything to incentivize people to become police officers. You know, you saw it in 2016. The Obama administration's rhetoric got three police officers, it was three or six police officers killed in Dallas, Texas. An angry man shot and killed police officers after uh, one of the shootings uh, of an unarmed black man. And in, in response to that, at, at Obama's fu- at the funeral of these officers, Obama said something about how, you know, police officers need to do more to, to reach out to the black community. And say thoughts and prayers for the family. He attacked the police officers, and so the Democrats are not making it easy with their friends in the media to be a police officer. They have villainized the entire profession. When 99.9 percent of police officers put on their uniform every day and protect and serve our communities and try to keep them safe, yes, there are a very small fraction of bad apples, and we need to get them out. And the president reform uh, hopefully will. But you can't villainize the entire profession because we we need them. We can't have, you know, lawless society. And it's going to be very dangerous. Minneapolis is going to see crime go through the roof. Absolutely. It'll be another, it'll be just like Baltimore. How do you, all right, so in your business, how do you get around, the media is not even pretending they're dishonest anymore. In your business, how do you help shape opinion where the odds are already stacked against you? 
Well, using social media really is a unique tool for, for us to circumvent the traditional media. And if you look at the top performing pages on Facebook, almost every month they're always conservative pages. And yes, Facebook and Twitter and Google try to suppress conservative information, because, but they just can't do it. The most engaged with pages on Twitter and Facebook are all conservative accounts. And so, you know, the social media is a great resource for us to kind of counter what the, the media is talking about. And a good friend of mine, his name is Benny Johnson. He's got a very great quote. He says, the left can't meme. And so we get graphics and memes out as a way to kind of, you know, attack the left. And it's, you know, a little picture with a few words on it that, can just summarize an entire you know issue or policy and make people believe uh, you know and, and you know side with us. So there's a lot that we can do to circ- circumvent the traditional media, but they're completely biased. They don't even try to hide it anymore, and it's a real it's a real shame. All right, Alex, we appreciate it very much. Hey, where do they find you guys? Uh, X strategies if they want to find out more about what you guys are doing. Yeah, we're just at xstrats.com, X-S-T-R-A-T-S.com. Yeah, a lot of people ask him, what was that administration doing for the previous eight years? <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's not even done with the first year. I think some people are going to be surprised in a couple of months. I hope I'm right. Alex, uh, you have a great day. So hey, thanks for sharing, man. Take care. Thank you. Providing a little talk stimulus. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. We should be back to a clean slate. We had that wreck at County Lake and Fuzzy Hill. That one came in with injuries, but it should be clearing now. Everything else looks pretty good this morning. Look for changes in Exit 3. They're going to open that exit ramp this morning. Injured in a motorcycle accident? Send your Timberlake and Lake can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Hello, folks. Ed Meese here. You may remember me as President Reagan's Attorney General and his close personal friend. I'm a big fan and a strong supporter of President Trump, and I'm also a great admirer of Jeff Sessions. Jeff was an excellent U.S. Attorney under President Reagan and is one of the great conservative leaders of our time. Let me clear something up. Jeff Sessions did the right thing when he recused himself from the phony Russian investigation. The law is clear. He had to recuse. He could not legally investigate himself or the Trump campaign. If Jeff had not recused, he would have broken the law, and the Democrats would have damaged President Trump badly. Jeff Sessions is a uniquely strong man with the integrity to do the right thing even when it's hard. This is Ed Meese, Ronald Reagan's Attorney General, urging you to keep supporting President Trump and to vote for Jeff Sessions for U.S. Senate. I'm Jeff Sessions, candidate for the United States Senate. I approve this message. Paid for by Friends of Sessions Senate Committee, Inc. They are acceptable, safe, and ubiquitous. Back in one minute with your food chain question of the day. There is a homeopathic remedy for just about every ailment. Longtime medical doctor, osteopath, and homeopath Jeff Lester is available to accurately diagnose the root cause of your affliction. 
and prescribe the proper homeopathic remedy to help your body resolve its affliction. Homeopathic remedies for heart and lung disease, migraine headaches, ADHD, depression, diabetes, and many other afflictions of the body and mind is at hand and may cost less than $10 per month without insurance. For your personal homeopath consultation, call Dr. Jeff Lester at 888-600-8117. Dr. Jeff Lester, 888-600-8117. 888-600-8117. Your homeopathic remedy is at hand for less than you think possible. 888-600-8117. In Afghanistan, everyone from toddlers to Taliban chiefs is a drinker of energy drinks. At least so claims the Guardian Stephanie Glinsky. Kabul street vendor Salim Wahidi told Glinsky, We sell a couple of hundred every day. Glinsky reports that the high caffeine sweetened beverages are seen everywhere in the hands of all ages. Glinsky reports that the Ministry of Religious Affairs has determined that energy drinks are acceptable because they don't alter one's consciousness like alcohol. Question. Do you think energy drinks do or do not alter one's consciousness? Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's WTKIRadio.com. Have you seen some of the stuff out there, speaking of attitude adjustment? <laughs> yes, I understand just fine, perfectly. Yeah, I... Uh... Have you seen some of the stuff? I've, I've watched these and I go, I can't believe somebody, people hitting, kicking people in the head and stuff. I mean, it's the, some it's of the, the thing to do these days, apparently. I just think that the, 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 they, they got the kid who, uh, the, the young man who was uh, apparently living in a homeless shelter who pushed the 92-year-old woman into the fire hydrant. She now is afraid to walk. Uh, she was in a walk. She was using her, uh, I guess, her grocery thing was a grocery thing and walker at the same time. He pushed her, 92-year-old woman in New York City, just knocked her over. And she she was hospitalized, but she's okay. 92. Yeah, that's... He's, a, he's been arrested and charged. That, that's good. This that's crazy stuff. Needed to be done. Uh, There's another one where this guy's viciously beating this woman, hitting her in the head and kicking her and all that. And I'm like, what the hell? What in the world's going on? It's you know, the law of the jungle, not the law of the land. I, you know, I, I here's the thing that, that just defies logic to me. You know, again, we're talking to Jared McLean with um, with New New Civil Liberties Alliance about you know. So if you own a business and, and you have a criminal record, well, good luck. <laughs> and the Congress never intended, and apparently, you know, the SBA's decided it's going to do what it's going to do. But they've been changed, and they've changed the rules so many times. And look. I, we're dealing with government here, right? It, it, it's by its own definition that there's a certain amount of inefficiency there. And you just, you know, sometimes I don't know why people get stubborn about certain things. They just do. Uh, sometimes something very logical, uh, turns into some just horrible thing because somebody's having a bad day. 
Ask anybody in construction when they're trying to deal with the government. On one day, they 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 you know they they had a they had a bad day at home and they come and they're they're taking it out on you, <laughs> right? That does happen. I've heard the stories. You know? Yeah, I, you don't know what you're facing from day to day, not just at the job site, but just in life Anywhere. itself. You walk yeah. outside your door and you're at the mercy of the people out there. Yeah, we, we, we all need to step back and be a little kinder to each other, for sure. And uh, I, I just, oh boy. Hopefully we're beginning to heal a little bit, as things, except in the, you know, the autonomous zone. Chop, Chaz Chop. I'm waiting for somebody to come out with a Chaz, a Chaz Chop candy or... A Chaz Chop Steak. I think we already got a Chop House, so, you know, their, their name is probably suffering right now. I would, I would, you know, you might consider going Chaz Chop House. You might get more attention. I don't know. Or, nobody, sh- or nobody will show up at all. <laughs> 20% chance of a shower after lunch today. Otherwise, we're heading for 84. It's warming up. It's 66. Morning talk host. It's our way of saying he's kind of old. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings now says the majority of its sailings have been suspended until October at the earliest. Some New England and Canada voyages for October have also been canceled because of travel and port restrictions. Norwegian says it will continue to work with the CDC, federal government, and global public health authorities to take all necessary precautions. Aluminum maker Alcoa says it's seeing significant losses from one of its European plants because of the coronavirus pandemic. It's planning to close a factory in Spain and will lay off approximately 500 employees. German airline Lufthansa is warning that its plans for a government bailout might fall apart and it might have to apply for creditor protection, the equivalent of bankruptcy reorganization. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda, invested in you. You're more focused than ever on keeping your employees and customers safe. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. Our Cintas technicians can apply our disinfectant and sanitizer spray throughout your facility. Our ultra-clean service for restrooms uses a sanitizer effective against certain germs, bacteria, and viruses. And we'll help you stay well-stocked with hand sanitizer, face masks, and essential PPE. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. We should be back to a clean slate. We had that racket County Lake and Fuzzy Hill. That one came in with injuries, but it should be clearing now. Everything else looks pretty good this morning. Look for changes at exit three. They're going to open that exit ramp this morning. Injured in a motorcycle accident? Send your Timberlake and Lake can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. 
Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Julie. Uh, Julie. Converting your warped view into something more realistic. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. It is. Here we are once again. They come around every week. Yeah, we're to midweek and uh, join the old town. Uh, the Old Town Coffee right now. So we're having the what? We're having the Ru- Rwanda, Rwanda version this morning. One hump or two today. I'm I'm liking this version too. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till we get to the other one. Yeah, the big the uh, cure. The cure. The big it's in word, a red bag. Red bag. So we wonder what's mm. wonder what's floating around in there. You know. <laughs> There is a rock right. group called The Cure. Well, I don't know if it tastes like them or not. All right, so we knew we were going to get more coronavirus cases. And uh, fortunately, in North Alabama, we're doing something right because we keep, we, we've been doing what we've been doing. And, and, and perhaps people are, look, we're washing our hands. We're, you know, I, I, I don't like wearing masks. I'll be honest with you. I don't wear them all the time. I wear them as little as I have to. If, if your business says I got to wear a mask, I wear a mask. Uh, Montgomery City Council apparently, uh, last night, or this week, maybe it was early in the week, uh, voted down an ordinance to require masks. Remember Birmingham was attempting to do that? The Attorney General said, eh, civil liberties. I think the same thing. I think the Montgomery Council probably smartly said, no, we're not going to go there. Uh, as much as that makes some people mad, and they say, well, that's stupid. We should all be forced to wear masks. Eh, there is such a thing as the Constitution, and I think there, therein lies the problem. I don't think you can mandate masks. What did you just say? What was that piece of paper you were talking about? That, that thing called the Constitution. Constitution, okay. Yeah, yeah, the one I carry around with me. Yeah, you go, hey, you need yeah. a copy? Here you go. I got one. Uh, keep keep an extra one in the truck. Keep one in my desk. I got one in this drawer, too. So well, you if I you ever run have in, an opportunity you, to hand one out, I've got it. You run into people uh, from time to time that uh, don't know hey, the words. Hey, read this. Yes. What is this? Huh. Wow. That's a little... Thing we came out with a few years oh, ago. Oh, did you? You know, there was another one out there. Uh, Tim Kaine, who you know was uh, was was he Hillary's running was Hillary was Hillary's Hillary's running mate, running mate yeah. or something like that. Said that the U.S. invented slavery, and I'm going, holy crap! Did we write the Bible? We were here then. Uh, Apparently so. We must have written the Bible because we invented slavery. Well, you know, America didn't start till 1619, <laughs> so what the heck? This just throws the whole timeline off. This guy really is, is clueless, isn't he? These people, these politicians, things come out of their mouths, and you, and you kind of go, where did you hear that? It doesn't matter. Where did you read? Are you? It's kind of like the people who forward things on Twitter and Facebook, and they later they found out they were had yeah. by a bot, no less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, 
Labots will get you. Be and, careful. Yeah. I mean, I had one this week. I, I had one of those where, you know, the guy speaking in Memphis and, and, you know, was asked to speak and, you know, had the two mile long funeral in 1875. And I thought, this is surely something, something's, and it was from a guy that I respect. And, um, I, I, I thought, how is it possible that, that this, so I looked the guy up and I thought, how is it possible? That this guy, Nathan Bedford Forrest, was so revered at the time of his death. And University of Richmond is a treasure trove of stories about these guys. You know, and, and, and that's why I'm cautioning everybody. Let's not do this knee jerk on forgetting all our past because these guys were flawed figures, yes. But, you know, as bad a guy as Nathan Bedford Forrest was, he apparently redeemed himself. Now, was he a good guy or a bad guy? Well, he was both. Who you talk to? I guess. And I can remember they said that they could allow only twenty-five vehicles in his funeral procession as well. That back in eighteen seventy-five. So, as only going, twenty-five vehicles. Yeah, just, it was city law. So, so it was on Twitter. It must be true. Yeah, the county was kind of taking care of everything there. But no, I, I, you know, you, you. That's why we need to dig deeper into all of this, right? Let's, let's, let's not just want to wipe the slate clean of people you know did churchill have his issues yeah did gandhi apparently yeah all our presidents yeah everybody who's ever served in any kind of local government or state government were they flawed people look we're all flawed people right just gonna take a little break there's only one perfect one right we're all hoping to see him you know hopefully not too soon. Later than sooner? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> WTKI Talk. Find out more about your favorite shows at WTKIRadio.com. Hey, I'm Tim Dennis. And I'm Brian Hewitt, and we're the Beer Guys. We're talking craft beer right here every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. right after Cigar Dave. If you don't know your pilsners from your porters, we can help. And if you're looking to up your beer game by drinking some great brews from our area, we've got you covered, too. We talk to the people from here that make the beer that you want to drink. Join us for Beer Guys Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WTKI. Hello, I'm Jason Banks, a neurosurgeon at the Spine and Neuro Center here in Huntsville. Did you know your spine is made up of bones, discs, and an intricate design of nerves? Sometimes abnormalities occur that may cause pain, numbness, and even weakness in your arms or legs. Your spine is more than just bones. Our neurosurgeons can treat the nerves in addition to the bones. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM.